Hello, everybody. This is Richard C. Wilson, founder of the Family Office Club. And I have with me here Ferdinand Rano from Private Equity Solutions, LLC. Um, he also offers a panoramic fund. And welcome, Ferdinand. Thank you, Richard, for the opportunity. I'm very excited to share this, uh, this information with you and, and all the members of the Family Office Club. Great. Um, can you give us a, maybe a quick one-liner on what you do within the, the panoramic fund? Very simple. We try to offer solutions for investors in a controlled way or in a direct way. I call it passive way. So we offer two ways. Okay, great. And I understand you have a, a lot of uh, tax advantages within the fund that you offer and that you have, um, I guess, a lot of experience. How, how many years have you been investing in real estate or working tax-advantaged investments for? Yes, uh, Richard, I've been in the business for almost 37 years. I start pretty much as a Wall Street guy running my own, my own fund, my own investment management firm. Then in 2008, I evolved more into the real estate and start buying distressed assets. That's why everything began. <laughs> right, right. Great. Um, and what's the, the main idea and the difference between private equity solutions LLC and then the panoramic fund itself? The private equity solutions basically is an all-inclusive, all-asset alternatives. It means you can buy distress, you can finance deals, you can do private equity investments, you can buy joint ventures, you can buy venture capital. So private equity solutions was created as a multi-strategy. Multi Panoramic, it has the best of the other alternatives that we had in private equity solutions. And we wrap it up in an tax advantage format, especially for Puerto Rican residents under the Act 60. That okay. is a basically one of the main uh, attractions for people that they want to probably lower capital gains. Probably they want to have zero capital gains, by the way, through the fund. Or you can use it here in the United States, Richard, for Roth IRAs, you can do it in self-direct IRAs, and we can allocate that too. Okay. Uh, and if somebody is listening here and they don't live in Puerto Rico, um, are they still able to invest with you? And are there still tax advantages of doing so? Yes. Basically, we have partnered with a lot. We got a lot of alliances of pension services, uh, pension plans, especially for wealthy individuals that they need a big tax shelter. Basically, we create defined benefit plans and we use the funding as part of the funding, uh, use the investment of the, of the fund. And the self-direct uh, IRA, which is a great vehicle, uh, we use it as part of the funding uh, for that IRA. Okay. So it will be tax deferred and it will be tax deductible. Uh, if you use a Roth IRA, as you know, you don't have the tax deductibility in the United States, but you can have tax-free income out of it. For Puerto Rican residents, uh, usually when you become Puerto Rico resident, you have zero capital gains, and the investment that you make is 60% tax deductible. Wow. 60%. Awesome. No limit. Right. And no age uh, limitations, nothing. It's a... It's a unique, it's a unique law. No question yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Great. Um, and I know you mentioned this once earlier, but what, what is a PLA or a JV? 
Well, you are talking now about a very interesting topic, and that's one of the main things that we can talk about here because the in the presentations that we did in the family office and we share ideas with our, with some of the family office over there recently now in, in Hollywood, in, in Florida, in the diplomat. Uh, we exchange the idea that most of the people, they want to have control of their real asset. But at the same time, they don't want to have the liability. They don't want to have the management, the active management on it. So we created a preferred lender agreement, which means is that you have a first position, first lien position, earning pretty much the same cap rate or better than if you own the property or rent the property. Right. But when the property is built and it's developed and finished, you can exchange your position of preferred lender into a joint venture and you share the profits of the sale of that property. And that's why it's called joint venture, because you can convert the preferred lender up the, 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 the position. It's just like a convertible bond. If you look at it in some way, Richard. Right, right. That yeah, you, co- you, know, you know that the bond, you can convert it for equity shares and they exchange the debt for the equity shares for right. an expensive. What we adopt that idea, but using real estate. Got and, it, got uh, it. and basically we do it for a 24 month period. It's not a longer term either. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I do know that um, investors like income. They like tax, tax advantage things. They also like um, hard assets behind their money. Many investors would rather have a lower return, but know it's safe and income oriented rather than trying to hit a home run, but maybe they lose all their money. And so what I'm hearing you say is, it, is it's almost like a, um, a hard money loan type structure, but it converts into the equity structure once the property is done so that you get some uh, security going into the deal. But then once the deal is cash flowing and live, it converts into equity because the project is a little bit de-risked at that point because it's cash flowing. Is that correct? That is correct. And usually the average, you know, that you cannot guarantee returns. But usually the return that basically we have been very consistent is around 14%, between 12 and 15%. Okay. Okay. In wow. return. Okay, cool. Um, I think Andres so my team said that you guys have worked with over, was it uh, 80 or 100 plus investors and you've, you've um, generated, you know, 10 million plus or so in, in profits from these strategies uh, today. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. We have been doing since 2008. Uh, then we became a fund in 2010. We registered as a private placement in 2015. Okay. And basically, we have um, a number of investors and a number of strategies that we have been able to accomplish. The, the idea, Richard, is that you have to adjust. You have to be flexible. Right. The markets, as you know, real estate is a cycle like any investment. Right. And you got to evolve and adapt and be proactive in each cycle. You have to modify your strategy. And that's what we have been able, we have been very successful in doing it. Great. Yeah, and I was going to ask after working with all of those investors, um, how do you see um, something like the panoramic funding like fitting into investors' portfolio? Or what advice do you have for investors who are trying to figure out how to fit in? Um, a product such as this, whether they're comparing you to hard money lending or other real estate deals they're doing, um, how would you see it fitting in? I see, Richard, that basically you have two ways. There's people that want to control 
that want to control the asset. They want to have a higher return. And when you compare those returns, the preferred lender agreement with the joint venture will be a better fit. There are other people that say, listen, I want, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to be actively managed, but I would like a passive return using real estate as an investment that is diversified. And that's basically what we offer. Right. Got it. And okay. that will be the fun format. Right. Right. A lot of um a lot of investors are looking at where to put their capital to work right now. Um, with inflation, they they get nervous sitting on too much cash, but they're still being cautious because they believe that um, you know, with inflation going up and real estate being at an all-time high, you know, they want to be careful. So, you know, what guidance would you give them since you're you've been focused on real estate for so long um, to have investments which both track with inflation, but also protect them a little bit in case of a recess, recession or a drop in prices? Well, basically, the idea of a lot of what we have done in the panoramic was the idea of the Harvard Endowment. The Harvard Endowment, based on the research that we have done, was able to succeed, be very successful and have a good return in good, bad markets because they diversify in traditional and non-traditional assets. Right. I consider our fund a non-traditional asset, but at the same time can become a real asset because you can convert it. In periods of inflation, historically, you have rising rents. In higher inflation periods, Real estate does a better performance than any equity or bond performance. And it's because of the fact of the supply and demand is a real asset. And real assets appreciate with inflation. And that's what it's called an inflation hedge. And that's one of the alternatives that right now we are really focusing with a lot of our family offices and investors. That right now in the environment that we are, you need to invest definitely in a format of a real asset. And right. in that way, you can probably enjoy probably build to rent, build to sell, or you can have real income property where you can hire or increase the rents because of the high demand that we have. Right now, Richard, we have about, I assume, around 7 million units in residential units that we have a deficit because we were underbuilt for the last 10 years. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So um, what else can you tell us about how the deal is structured and what type of uh, compliance or, or structure details can you share on it? Yes. Basically, the deal is a structure with a title company. Uh, everything is recorded in the county that we build the property. It's done through lawyers. So basically, we got to have notarized uh, documents. Then we have the document. The preferred lending agreement is a very extensive very compliant, in this case in Florida, for real estate. And usually we got our lawyers that do the recording and do the whole search, the title search of the property. The same thing is documented with a joint venture. We do a feasibility that it's part of the deal. We share that feasibility with the joint venture agreement. We pretty much put in writing besides the first lien position, and we declare the interest rates, which is 6%, so you know it. Okay. So basically, the additional joint venture, it's very detailed. And it's usually, we send it through our law, lawyers, title companies, and it's a very compliant process. But it's a pretty easy process. And perhaps physically, they can go and come to see the property and the model that we will build for, 
for the investor. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. So um, if I, if I was to look at this from a really high level, what I understand is that, you know, there's some options to have us be very tax efficient uh, through act 60 in, in Puerto Rico. Um, you have a very unique structure and that you're looking at um, taking something that is kind of like a convertible debt note or a bond that converts into equity by basically giving somebody a loan backed by the value of real estate. They're basically, you know, uh, lending money and getting an interest rate back for that. And I can convert into equity in the project, but you're also, you know, in the business of developing real estate, you're not just buying real estate that's already cash flowing and then just hoping the market goes up. You're driving value into the assets by doing real estate development. And not very many people have that skill set or have the capital to put up to do that and learn how to do that. Would you say that that's the, the proper layering of the opportunity if you were to stack the benefits of, of what you're doing um, so that somebody listening to this could understand you know, why you've been successful and, and what's made you successful today? Yeah, the good thing that we can do and we can say is that we have we run and manage a fund, but at the same time, we develop and build. So we have the knowledge and the structure to deal with all the phases, including multifamily. Right, right. now, we are trying to create a, but right now we have a project in Orlando coming soon. Uh, it's under, you know, all the, the processes of permits and, and structure layouts and everything and feasibility. But basically, it's a multifamily project of 150 units, and that's going to become pretty soon in the next year. So basically, but we're going to be building. We're going to building that. We're going to build it for 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 the fund, and that, that can be an, a special structure. The other thing, Richard, is important is the 10, 1031 exchange. I know it was under major threat at one time. Yeah, but there's some investors that they have cash that they got it from a proceed of real estate. They can use it through the 1031 exchange. They can convert those those proceeds into property, real assets, and can be income properties, right. and it can be tax deferred. So 1031 can be a, a very a very unique tax advantage uh, opportunity using building multifamily income property or build to sell, which means that you build residential homes to sell. Right. Right. Got it. Yeah, there's a huge market right now. A lot of a lot of demand for that. So. Um, I wanted to give you first a chance. Anything else you wanted to add to this interview real quick? Maybe something that when you meet with an investor for a cup of coffee or you meet with a peer and you're just sharing notes on you know, your unique investment structure, et cetera. Is there anything else you'd want to communicate that really makes your team unique or anything about your background or yourself you'd want to communicate before we maybe, maybe give them a, um, some details on how to reach out to you? Sure. I, I think that the main thing, Richard, is that we have done we have done a lot. We have done flips. We have done distress. We have been very successful in down markets and up markets. And I think that that will be our trademark, our track record. We got available a track record to prove it. We have done over a hundred million over a hundred million dollars in transactions in real estate. That has been even in distress. That has been in new development as we are right now, because I think the market is very um, unique in the building, building uh, residentials to sell. And I think there is a huge need for residentials. Yeah. So I think that when you have a, a company or you have a structures that accommodate the trend and where the trend is going, and it's flexible enough to adjust in any type of cycle or phase of the cycle. 
I think that will be the unique advantage. Right. Right. Great. Makes sense. Well, uh, where's the best place for somebody to reach out to you if they wanted um, feedback on something or want to meet up and get to know you and your team or work together in some way? They might have deal flow. They might be interested in investing with you in a joint venture or in your, your opportunities. What, what's the best way to get in touch? I think uh, usually, Richard, I answer all my phone calls. Uh, sure. <laughs> there's a budget. Uh, I, I listen. I know that we're in the technology in a technology era, and that's fantastic. But there is nothing like a personal touch, a one-to-one, and a phone. My, I, I, I will give my personal phone, which is seven eight seven nine four four three one two nine. I repeat, seven eight seven nine four four three one two nine. It's an international line, so we got, I got investors in Latin America, Puerto Rico. So that phone applies to the United States too. But it's my personal line. So you can contact me and you can leave me a voicemail. And I usually write reply to all my messages. Great. Awesome. Great. Well, appreciate you being here. And uh, we hope to see you at one of our investor summits soon. It's been great having you a member of the Family Office Club. Congrats on all the success today. Thank you, Richard, for all your great work. I'm telling you, you are doing a fantastic job on all your team. Thank you. Take care. Bye for now. Take care, Richard. Thank you very much.